Wait, should I say it? Yeah, be blunt as fuck. This is Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. Welcome to this week's episode of Brutally Blunt with Jennifer and Katie. So we're just going to start off with talking about Demi Lovato with her beef with the LA frozen yogurt shop, the Big Chill official. Yes. You guys know we the fucking, chill? the Big Chill, the Big, big chill. chill officials are Instagram. Oh. You know, we love like <laughs> our fucking news stories. And the fact that I even have to sit here and talk about this bullshit with Demi like, she needs to go down and sit, take multiple seats. Like, what the fuck is going on with you? Like, okay, so she went to this yogurt shop because she wanted frozen yogurt. I, apparently, she walked in and had to walk past sugar-free cookies. And she, like, God wasn't... forbid. Yeah, she wasn't, like, chill with that. So then... And we know it wasn't, this was a, it wasn't a big chill wasn't for a big her. Chill. <laughs> yeah. So then she, like, comes home and gets on fucking Instagram and, like writes in her story finding it extremely hard to order froyo from at the big chill official she tagged them when you have to walk past tons of sugar-free cookies slash other diet foods before you get to the counter do better please um so then the big chill in return defended themselves because what the fuck who right who i don't think they woke up and thought demi lovato is about to come at us for our fucking cookies our options and they said we carry items for diabetics celiac disease vegan and of course have many indulgent items as well um but let's see but lovato also posted direct messages between her and the big chill in which she argues that the food which to her credit are from the brand called eat me guilt-free suggesting that there's something shameful about eating a sugary treat should be labeled differently because in la it's really hard to distinguish diet culture versus health needs okay she also like is dming these like dming the small store small business like yeah, they're like having a, a conversation back and forth where they're like, we're sorry that you found this offensive, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, don't keep going with this. You don't want to mess with me. You're in the wrong. And the customer is always right. So like, there's just a lot of things to unpack here, because first of all, like, have you ever in your life fucking heard of diabetes or do you just not understand diseases that don't personally affect you? Like no, the level be- of self-centered entitlement right, is right. just a lot for me in this situation. And she, and so she continued, so she half-ass apologized, right? Because like everyone was coming at her. Like if you guys were on TikTok, <laughs> if you're on TikTok, um, <laughs> we are literally every video was like, this bitch has got to be fucking kidding me. Like everyone was coming at her because they were just like, this is actually ridiculous like what you're doing so I think she like I think she thought everyone was gonna be like oh thank you Demi for standing up for diet culture and this is bullshit and body positivity and they're all like bitch are you nuts and so she was like like, don't want to like like Demi has an eating disorder so like I don't want to like you know say that anything like that's against eating disorders or like that type of thing right because it's a total it's a thing and you know it she has that she has multiple mental disorders so I do feel I feel bad for her because her brain does think differently than a lot of people so it's like we do have to take that into accountability exactly we have to take that into consideration when we're talking about this yeah but also it's kind of fucking hypocritical because there's like she 
you know, posted that about this, but then on the same note, like a week or whatever ago, she's posting like pictures of her online saying like, Oh, accidentally lost weight. And I wasn't even counting calories. Like, is that, that, and I, in my opinion, worse. An eating disorder is probably one of the bigger struggles because it's like, you know, with other addictions and stuff like that, you know, not everyone has heroin at the table when you're, you yeah, know, you can out. just stay away from that. You can stay away from these kinds of things. But unfortunately, food is something that we're going to struggle with every single day of our lives. And like, so she says, I'm standing up for anyone who struggles in LA, just LA, I guess. This is a hard <laughs> thing to live up with on a daily basis. She added, my intuition said, speak up about this. So I did. And I feel good about that. What I don't feel good about is some of the way it's being interpreted interpreted, and how the messages have gotten misconstrued. So it wasn't really an apology and it kind of showed her um, intuition kind of sucks and it was like more selfish and she honestly made people feel bad because other people came out and said as someone with a chronic illness who has to eat a certain way I don't want things labeled internal cyst I don't even know some disease okay (laughs) it makes us feel worse and singled out. And there's off, uh, someone else writes, there's also the obvious fact that diet foods and drinks are sold at practically any establishment that sells Everywhere. food, notably grocery store and big box stores, and are universally triggering for people who suffer from an eating disorder. And I'm going to let you know right now, if you guys don't know this, frozen yogurt is already a diet food. Yes. So you're walking yogurt instead of ice cream. Like literally it's a diet food. And a lot of people with eating disorders, and I know from personal experience, not myself, but one of my good friends. And I know because that was one of her huge foods that she would eat when she was in the prime of her eating disorder. And it was just frozen yogurt all the time. And I just, and at the time I thought, wow, she really likes Froyo, but I wasn't aware of. No, it's, it's a hundred percent a common thing. Like I used to work at an eating disorder center back when I was going to medical school, you know, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, there was, that was one thing that we told them to always stay away from because it is like it, it, one, it can be triggering, but two, yeah, it is a diet food Mm -hmm. and anything like with the word diet or low fat or whatever. And at least my eating disorder center, you weren't allowed to eat. So like, I can see like where from an eating disorder standpoint, this is, can be triggering, but like you walked in this frozen yogurt store and it's a small business in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Everyone's fucking struggling. It's not like you came for Costco, like you came for a small business and knew that that could hurt their business and still fucking said it just came after like these random ass people. And then she goes, and I had a bad weekend altogether. Like, okay, we know nice, but like we could, but like you still, I get her brain works differently than a lot of other people or you know? So like I said, we do have to take that in consideration, but at the same time, a lot of people with eating disorders know their triggers and know where they can and can't go. And they take responsibility for their actions. And I feel like where the problem lies with Demi is she's a celebrity. So celebrities are inherently selfish as fuck. And she's grown up thinking the world revolves around her because she always has her team. Her team has been there to coddle her. Why didn't no one from her team say, Mm, Demi, I shouldn't say that. I don't think you're going to have the best reaction unless they were hyping her up and were like, they 100% were. No, Kristen Cavallari's hairstylist, Justin Anderson said the same thing. He was like, she must have a bunch of yes men around her. But it's like true because 100% someone hyped her up. Like who the, like when she told them the story, who the fuck said like, yeah, Demi, like go after that 
toxic mom and pop shop that's been a neighborhood stable for like fucking years for having sugar-free food like nail them to the fucking cross Demi this is your time god, to stand up for what's god right. forbid they accommodate anyone else but yourself god forbid. Right. God this forbid. was the situation that you had at there's all this shit going on people are fucking dying and this is what you had to take a stand for because i cannot walk past a cookie like and here's the thing like yes she's right living in LA like there is a beauty standard and Mm -hmm. I was like just talking about this with my therapist because I said I struggle with caring so much about I have really bad self-esteem with a lot of things and I was like saying and she's like well unfortunately being in LA you do have a certain standard that we see so she's like it's I get it like she's validating like there is a different standard here than a lot of other places but at the same time I'm not going into places and being like, oh my God, how could you have this food for me that I clearly have no self-control and I'm going to eat because I don't have self-control. I'm going to eat shit. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like that's my personal problem. So if I don't want something, I can't have it around me. I know I can't walk into some place if I'm going to want something because, or I can't buy certain things at a grocery store, like at Trader Joe's, there's a tub of cookies I really fucking like, but I can't buy them because I'm going to finish them in 24 hours. It's, they're really fucking good, guys. Yeah. Like these, <laughs> these chocolate, chocolate chip ones. cookies, guys. They're little ones in a plastic tin bucket thing. If oh, you yeah. Have- if you had them, if you've never had them, don't have them because, like I said, it's an actual. They problem. have like a slight crisp to them, like they're so <sighs> fucking good, so perfect. Anyways, but, yeah. but back I just to think Demi. This was this was a, a the, like wrong way to go about. Like I can see right. where she's coming from, like the message she was trying to portray, but yes. like to but go I think she after was coming this from business, just a self centered. A hundred percent because she's a hundred percent self centered. She didn't even think about people that have celiacs, people that have diabetes, people that have like. You can't accommodate them because the only thing that matters right now is me. Right. Exactly. And like, that's also, I feel like a celebrity driven thing because I think like we said, they're surrounded by yes people and um, they haven't been in touch with her like since or or anything like that. I think she was like supposed to donate money or something I heard. Yes. And I don't think she she ever did that. Yeah. She said she's going to donate money to them and they're like, we haven't received anything. Yeah, nothing. They were like, I'm just shocked she didn't, she did this publicly and didn't just pick up the phone and call us and say, hey, you know what, this could be triggering for A, B, and C, but she didn't. She was just like, oh, I'm going to use my platform because she thought that was like the right thing to do in her mind. And honestly, it backfired on her because... And for the big chill, luckily, because their business has actually been booming since. Like there was oh, like lines and shit out I the door. I have friends that because of this have gone to the big chill. That's like, great. It's I'm I'll be in LA in May, and I'm like, Katie, should we fucking go we to the big go? chill? Because like I almost want to support them because I just feel so bad that, and I'm not like a huge frozen right? yogurt person. It's been, but, me neither, but it's been a hard ass year. And then for a major celebrity with a major following to come over at you for some bullshit, like some stupid shit. And the fact that she's going in the fucking gas stations where there's diet Coke, she's going to Safeway and buying her groceries where there's all this fucking diet food. She's going into restaurants where it's like low carb. Yeah. She's going everywhere. And she chose this mom and pop shop to nail to the fucking cross because she had to walk past a pre-packaged sugar-free cookie that she wasn't even going in there for probably she was going in for probably the froyo which like we said is already a diet food 
and you're a you're a major celebrity send your fucking assistant or uber eats it like who the fuck like you don't have to go in there don't go if you don't want to go like we were saying people know their triggers and if you don't realize that and you're in therapy i would think have being in therapy for so long you would kind of pick up on what triggers you and what doesn't by now just saying i i would think it's it's the yes men for me they just said they literally like yeah yeah. that's a great idea and you need to fire every single person that said that was a good idea because they are not for you those people she's already done it this is already like a new team she has too oh she fired everyone no this was before before her overdose she like redid her whole team again and so this oh, is like a new team and like, I'm like a new okay. team of yes men. Mm-hmm. So luckily, but luckily for the big chill, it didn't affect their business in any way, luckily, but like that doesn't, she could have really, that, ruined she them. really could have fucked shit up. So yeah, that it's, it's wild that we're even telling this story. Like, <laughs> I, That's but, what I was saying. It's like crazy to me that like, I, you know, am coming off of a fucking hangover, having to sit in front of you guys and talk to you about Demi Lovato's frozen yogurt. Like, mm. <laughs> Like, really? I should be, like, in my bed drinking a fucking Gatorade and icing my head. Yet here I am because she was upset about her fucking frozen yogurt. I mean, she keeps me in business. What can I say? We've got to talk about the relevant shit. And that was the relevant (laughs) shit of the week. But not just that. Actually, this is um, also the story has been everywhere. But um, Jana or Jana, I don't know how you say it, Kramer. Jana yeah she's from one tree hill like that's where i know her from same um she's but apparently she sings fuck, and stuff but like she's a but it's weird because she's had an acting role like uh, and and an yeah. acting role yeah one, and. one role yeah <laughs> um, i'm not really sure like the only way i know her are from one tree hill and from her relationship which right. is we are about to get into which we're about to get into because she's now divorcing her husband mike cawson as I don't know if that's how you say it. Maybe I should learn how to pronounce things before I come on here. But well, that also just don't shows care. how like fucking irrelevant. <laughs> to be he honest, was, and like, he sorry. was in the NFL, I guess. And I'm like, well, clearly you weren't relevant because There's you like probably were like what about 77 million people in the NFL? Like, don't know you. I'm so sorry. I mean, he's been retired, but still didn't know him when he was playing either. So, um, first of all, rumors have been swirling that Jana is filming Real Housewives of Nashville right now, which it has not been confirmed, but we've seen people in our, we were in Bravo, um, groups on Facebook. And so we're seeing people like talking about shit and yeah. they're saying like right now well, they think they're filming Real Housewives of Nashville and Jana Kramer is so. one of them. And they are saying like, it could be another show, like just kind of like a similar concept. I don't know. They're for sure filming something because people have seen it, but like it might just be a pilot. And as Katie and I know very well, just because you film doesn't mean your show gets kicked up. Been there and done that. Um, But she's definitely filming something with like Luke Bryan's wife. And I don't fucking listen to country music, you guys. I don't know. It's the other one. No, it's both of them. Oh. I heard Luke Bryan's wife and then the other, the, um, they cheated you know, on each other about. and now they're together. Um, yeah. Fuck. I, country's not our jam, guys. Sorry. I don't, I forgot. Yeah. But I can see it in my head. Um, oh, Jason <laughs> You guys Aldean. just can't. Jason yes. Aldean's Jason Aldean. Okay. That's right. Okay. So basically, 
that's what I kind of think it is. Apparently, like Jana, Jana, whatever, she auditioned for Beverly Hills Housewives before, but didn't get it. Um, right. And usually they don't like to crossbreed like Housewives franchises. So that was mm-hmm. my only thing thinking like, granted, yes, she didn't get on the show, but that was my only reason for thinking it might not be a new franchise. I hope it is because I always love a new franchise. But Damn. anyways, we're here to talk about her relationship and everyone in the Bravo group. This was like uh, a week ago was literally saying like they've had enough of hearing about her toxic relationship. And if she's going to be on Housewives, it's only a matter of time before she gets divorced. And looks like everyone called it because it wasn't even a week later and she's pulling the plug on her marriage. You, and yeah. if you guys and- don't. I feel like we might have talked about this a long time ago, but they have had a toxic marriage for toxic as fuck, but they try to promote it as like fighting for love. But I'm like, you're okay. So they made an, so she made an announcement on Instagram this week and she goes, it's time. As I try to make sense of reality, I never wanted to believe could possibly be again. Those words have now become a reality. She wrote on Instagram. I fought y'all. I fought hard. I've forgiven. I've put the work in. I've given everything I have. And now I have everything. I have nothing else to give. Please know I still believe wholeheartedly in marriage love and rebuilding i just can't fight any longer it's time to heal she continued thank you for all the love heart and support in many ways you have fought on this journey alongside me and for that i am so grateful i'll always encourage you to continue the good fight but you can't fight it alone so basically she caught him cheating uh again so he's a a sex addict right yeah he's been to rehab for sex addiction Uh like she and then they came up like this with this book this past year called The Good Fight. And I'm like, okay, bitch, sorry, I don't mean to call you, but like someone needs to like tell you like it is. There are good fights and there are bad fights. If I were to step in a ring with Floyd Mayweather, that would be a bad fight because that's a lose lose situation. Sticking with someone with a sex addiction is a bad situation. You're gonna lose that fight every fucking time right and instead of like falling off the wagon he's fallen onto someone else's vagina so like that's what's gonna happen falling in vaginas it's so over and over again same story right and she's a self-proclaimed love addict so between a love addict and a sex addict it just seems kind of like a toxic situation and so they this is their first breakup like they separated back in 2016 because he cheated and broke her trust again because a month into their relationship the when they first started dating he cheated on her and then she took him back and then they got married like it was so fucking fast and then all of a sudden um so this, yes, yeah, she wrote this book seven months ago, you guys. Like, they just yes, came out with this it couple's book. It just came out. It's called, yeah, um, it's about strengthening your marriage. So, like, which is funny that that's the theme of the book. It's, that's crazy that, that she, they wrote a book trying to give other people advice. And I give her credit for being transparent as fuck because we're all nosy and we love to know details. So good for you. Kudos. And I think that's why she is kind of so famous or kind of relevant because, but it's also like, she's promoting this relationship of toxicity and it's like, you are someone in the public eye and you're like, basically kind of just saying like, this is how hard relationships are, but they're worth fighting for. I don't think relationships like should be that fucking hard. No, it's like, I feel like some people have this mentality if, if like, if you have to work at it, then that's when you're going to like reap the benefits or whatever. Like if something's mm-hmm. hard, then it must be like worth fighting for and whatever. To but an it's extent. like, that's not true. Like, I mean, 
yes, it's easier for me to like go to Nordstrom and buy a t-shirt, but like, I am going to go on Sheen, even though it takes a while, because just because things are like hard, doesn't mean that it's not worth it. Like I would save a ton of money at Sheen you know? <laughs> right. What a great analogy. Such a good analogy. <laughs> like, and, and buying a t-shirt at Nordstrom would just waste my fucking money because it's expensive. Right. Like, so it's like something's you're in a bad worth place. the price. Some things are some not things worth, the price. worth the price. And her price is her sanity. And then back in March, which I fucking hate when people do this. I fucking hate it. When you, she posted a selfie of her crying and it's, I get it. Like people want to be like, oh, I had a bad day. Like I'm just like everyone else like it's okay let's like honor we had bad days I don't need to fucking cry on Instagram for you to know that I've had a bad fucking day we all have bad fucking days I'm aware I don't need to see you crying you don't need to see me crying it's just fucking stupid so then she posts it's it's attention seeking and I get it because she's in a relationship where with someone that is giving every other woman literally in the world attention but her so I get like why she's seeking attention but like at the same time it's We're kind lot. of like sad of it. Like I'm, I'm kind of over it and it, the situation is sad. And I just really would like to not even have to deal with this. Well, I'm not even in it, but I feel like I'm in this relationship. This is what, she, this is what she wrote on the picture. You guys, she goes, this is back in March on her crying selfie. She goes, nothing is perfect. I took this picture to almost remind myself that even though in the moment, it seems like everything is doomed. It's not no relationship is perfect. And when blowups or fights happen, sometimes we believe it's done and over, but really it's a moment for growth and more understanding and to le- lean into your partner. See how you twist that toxicity bullshit. Uh, she didn't say that. I said that. Um, anyway, <laughs> as she continues, just know it's not the end of the world. And we all have moments. So you're not alone. Fights happen. No relationship is perfect. Now, the important thing in the end is that we're fighting for the good fight together. You're not alone in your struggles. XOXO, no, what are gossip girl? What, like, shut <laughs> the fuck up. What are you fighting over, though, Jana? Jana? Like, normal relationship fights are like, uh, like, I didn't like, like, when you left the milk out or like, you know what? Like you spent too much money last week. Not that you have a sex addiction and fuck every woman in sight. That's a and fight. I don't that- trust you to save my life. And I remember hearing he wrote or said something on his podcast. Like, you know, I hope one day me and her can get to the point where if she gets DMS, we can that I'm cheating on her again. That like, we can just laugh about it and be like, Oh, such a joke. <laughs> such I- a joke, Mike. <laughs> oh my God, Mike. I got another DM. You cheated on me. <laughs> like hilarious hilarious no, yeah i'm sure you would I, love to laugh about it you fucking sex addict no shit you fucking sex addict no <laughs> i think like he also said on the podcast like apparently she some girl texted him which i'm sure he was texting the girl as well mm-hmm. and probably as he a deleted phone. right he deleted the messages on his phone mm-hmm. but they popped up on his apple watch and she it's saw just- on his Apple watch. And she like held on to that information for a while and was like, I don't know what to do with this. And he was like, I just feel bad that like, she feels like she can't come to me with this. Like, I feel bad that you are a cheater and a liar and a and manipulative she has asshole. to deal with that. That's what I feel right. bad. No wonder. And she has two young kids. So no wonder she probably is like, I don't know what to do. So I get it when you have kids in the situation, fighting for a marriage is a lot different than like if the kids aren't involved. But at the same time, especially I think if you have a daughter or son, it doesn't matter because you need to be an example for both sexes is like you 
are showing an example of what what you're willing to put up with and you have to think would you want your daughter to put up with a man who does this to her or would you want your son to treat a woman like that or a man Mm -hmm. whatever they're into but like their partner let's just say would you rather them part the man treat his partner like that or her receive love from her partner like that like you have to think about these things and And it's like you're setting the example and people think staying married or in is the best for the children I'm like no you're showing them a worse example like well and I typically would feel the same way I typically would be like okay like yeah maybe you try a little bit harder if there are kids involved just because that's just what you do mm -hmm. but the fact that he cheated on her in the first month and then they still got married and then they cheated on her right. and cheated on her. And then they had kids and then he cheated on her. Like, I just have like zero sympathy for it because he was cheating before the kids came in the picture. Right. So it's like, you knew what you were getting into getting married, and, kept... and then you really thought he was going to change. Right. Because I don't know how many times you need to be convinced. Um, but apparently but I so... feel like she's like, she as toxic as he is, I feel like she's just as toxic because she's had two prior marriages and an engagement. And right. they were one like, was short ass. but one, she was in a domestic violence one. And yeah. so obviously she doesn't pick people who she should be right. with. And she even said, she was like, if you don't tell me you love me within two weeks, um, then I was out. She goes, that was my challenge was to try to get people to fall in love with me in two weeks. And she goes like, my love addiction is a real thing and it's bad. And it's completely fucking obvious because that's not normal. I don't even know if I want to talk to you in two weeks. Like, let's pump the brakes, let alone. I don't need you to fall in love with me. I at two weeks. I've probably seen you one time in my life. Like I'm just a busy girl. My schedule is jam packed. Jam packed. I have a lot of Netflix to watch. I have a lot of things to catch up on. I have so much Netflix. I have so many dates, guys. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I haven't been it. on a date since but like see, 2019. So, she, so like you said, she's just as toxic. She's just toxic well, in a different and way. And I think, yeah. And I think like you were saying, she's had a whole bunch of short relationships. Those engagements and mm-hmm. marriages were really fucking short. Right. And she even said like, she's given up so easy in the past before. So she really wanted to sit in the trenches and fight for it. But I'm like, well, this is the did. wrong person to decide that you want to hold on for. Yeah. So this like reminded me of when um Chloe Kardashian posted like last month, I think for Tristan's we birthday. Just, we just like always circle it back. Circle to it back, Chloe. but it's because he's like the ultimate cheater. So it's just easy for me to keep going. And she's like had multiple. Yeah. So it's like I have to go back. And so she wrote this and goes, the ones, this is what she wrote on Tristan's birthday post. The ones that are meant to be are ones who go through everything that is designed to tear them apart and they come out even stronger than they were before. Thank you for everyone. Thank you for showing me everything you said you would for the father you are for the best friend I have in you. I'm thankful that I can absolutely, that I can do absolutely nothing with you. And it feels like everything. I hope you know today and every day that you were loved by so many. And that just reminded me of back in the day when I was young and in a toxic relationship and was being gaslit all the time and just like not in a healthy place. I used to see quotes like this and really resonate with it and be like, oh, this is it. This I'm, I'm in a real good fucking, this is real love, right? Like right. I'm, in, I'm in love because it felt so intense. And then because I, if you feel like if someone's willing to like fight for you or to like 
be extra crazy. They right. must like really fucking love Even you. if they cheat on you, even if they cheat on you, they're still willing right. to fight. So you're like, okay, whatever. And they're going to fucking make you crazy. And so like, yes, when I was younger, I looked at that as a sign of love now that I'm older. And I know that is not love. I know for me, it was a karmic relationship. Thank fucking, I told the universe no more of those. Thank you. Um, so <laughs> We're done with that. We're done with that. But I was just like, it almost is sad to me that like I get these celebrities need to be transparent but at the same time you guys are kind of promoting these toxic relationships for these women to stay in like think about it like well and you're you're presenting it as like you know this is love yeah Mm -hmm. this is what I'm in and I'm telling you from experience because I'm in this right now that this is what love looks like and this is okay and it's not like there's so many guys out there that will treat you like a fucking queen and just will be non-verbally abusive and non-like sex addicty. Won't be a cheater. Won't gaslight you. Whatever. There's tons of guys out there like that. Like I know not from personal experience, but like my parents have been together for like 30 years and my dad never did any of that shit. He just plays PlayStation, which is a whole nother (laughs) story, but like at least he's here he was at all my games and shit but like you know it's there are people out there that these relationships aren't real and if you are like a young girl and you're listening to this and you see this shit and you're following chloe or jana 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 Mm -hmm. or whatever their books reading their books thinking that shit's real that's not real and that's not okay she shouldn't have stayed with this guy and the result was going to be the same whether she left then or left now because what's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over same and thing over again over. and expecting the same res- or different result exactly right. and chloe has a better shot because at least tristan's not a sex addict you literally gave like crack cocaine to a coke addict like and it's just sex i mean sex addicts is something that i personally like i don't really understand it as much as the other addictions i'm pretty well versed in the other ones but sex addict is one that i don't um get as much but even chloe said herself on an episode of um keeping up with the kardashians what self-respecting human being would ever take someone back who would do that to them and who would so publicly embarrass them she's clearly she's clearly eating her words Jana has clearly done the same thing over and over again and honestly hopefully she gets the help that she needs because I just like feel bad for someone who feels like they have to be or had to be and keep fighting for a relationship that that was like such bullshit. Yeah, such she bullshit. has to move on. And I really hope that this time she actually whatever does reality because we've been she... around this again. Like this right. is the same thing they did in 2016. Like they again separated and again and again. And I right. just think now she has her new reality show. Hopefully it's going to get picked up. I don't know what it is. Hopefully it gets picked up. So then we can find out more dirty deeds. I'm sure she's going to share it anyways. And she's like an open book, which I appreciate, but she's got to work. I think celebrities do have to be more self-aware on the toxicity that they promote. I get we're all human guys. I get it. We're all human. We all make mistakes, but as a celebrity, you are on a certain, a different platform. Like yeah, and you put yourself there. Right. So, I mean, it's you have a responsibility to the public and that's on you. But yeah, no, this is, I hope they're done because I, 
this is just too much it's just gonna if she gets back with him it's just ridiculous it's like j-lo getting like all of her and a-rod are at dinner together or something this week again that the hotel that they had their first date at i'm like jesus you guys are worse all of you people are worse than high schoolers or people in their early 20s who just go back and forth back and forth and are like thinking their relationships are going to work out when these men are cheaters well and like we i was saying in a past episode yes People learn lessons. People change. They can change sometimes. The next person. For the next person. Yeah. They took something from this relationship and hopefully it was positive. Hopefully he learned his relationship. But I just am 99% sure that he's not going to make those changes with you. The next person might be a little bit better off. If he would, he would have done it already. He would have done it. He had many years to do it. But these guys have made mistake after mistake after mistake and you guys think all of a sudden they're going to change and I'm like mm, I th- I I thought the same thing no once a dirty dog always a dirty dog sorry I just think you lay hard. down with dogs you pick up fleas yep and I think these women just need to need to and people think like be single if for I, all. yeah and they think if I step away from a second for a second and come back like he would have learned that he lost me and then he'll treat me better. Like, no, he actually has to lose you. Like you have to be. Yeah. Gone. He learned he got you back. <laughs> yes. Oh, he, he learned that. Yeah. He fucks up. If he says, sorry. And Goes says, I want to fight the gives good enough fight. Gifts. Yeah. Then uh-huh. it, it'll be fine. No, mm-hmm. you need to get the fuck out. I even thought I could be like friends with exes. And then I was like, mm can I no you guys are still pieces of shit like my friend I'm gracing you with my friendship like you're welcome uh-huh. I'm such and then you're still gonna fuck my friendship up that just shows y'all are pieces of shit if you can fuck a friendship up and we're not even in a relationship anymore no and that's when you have to say goodbye tox- toxic people yes well I also just in general think you can't be friends with exes that's just my personal opinion it's never gonna be like it's never gonna be right but that's a whole nother conversation whole for n- a, another but, day. But we have one last toxic story. Don't worry. We're this is all a toxic this as fuck n- episode. This episode is toxic AF. We cover yeah. addiction. We cover eating disorder. We cover cheating. And lastly, we cover domestic violence. Whoa! Like we've got it Hot all. Topic. This is like sad. This is like sick. This is like honestly sick that we're even reporting on do- any domestic Can you violence. Guys just makes even me sick. Guess. Can you guess who we are about to fucking talk about? Because I'm sure it's not his first domestic it's violence. Not, this is not his first rodeo, guys. This is um, fucking Ronnie Magro from Jersey, from Jersey Shore. Shore. And if you guys are living under a rock, then you might not know about his past prior convictions but he was he was in a very toxic as fuck relationship on one of the seasons of jersey shore but he was arrested on thursday morning in los angeles on suspicion um, of intimate partner violence with injuries and with priors so the reality star was taken to van nuys jail before being released later that day on a hundred thousand dollars bail in a statement on Thursday, his lawyer told people, we just have learned of the new allegations against Ronnie and need some additional time to further investigate. As such, we will not be making any more statements at this time. So it wasn't with Jen Harley, his ex slash We know that. This. This, this was a new relationship where he's But what's fucking crazy about this is he is on probation right now for From, his domestic Jen. violence and incident with Jen. Right. Yeah. So he is fucked basically right because he, he, I think he took have a to plea be deal jail time oh yeah he took a plea deal to not have to go to jail for that domestic violence incident and now he is arrested again 
like we think it's with his new girlfriend who he's been dating since February 2020, this girl named Sapphire Matos. I don't know, but I yeah, it hasn't been confirmed to it. Who it is, has but it's definitely confirmed. not Jen. It's definitely not Jen. She was in Vegas and Ronnie mm-hmm. was watching their daughter in LA, which <laughs> is something. And Jen was now- like hopped in her car and was like, I'm never doing this drive again. I'm going to get my daughter. Like, could you imagine? Like, did he daddy got that arrested? In front of her? Did I, he? I think so because then she, I think his brother had to come get her, oh, the baby. Awesome. Awesome. To yeah, because he was getting fucking arrested, which is crazy. And I don't know. I thought I always assumed that I don't know why, but I always assumed that it was just Jen and his relationship was toxic. But then now well, I'm like thinking I mean, back. Think about to Ronnie and Sam. I don't think Sam. Ronnie, Sam, Sam, they were toxic, but they weren't um I don't know if he hit her. I don't know if there was a okay. domestic, but I think it was but very verbally abusive emotionally but, abusive but now that I'm thinking about thinking back on it and thinking of like the scenes and stuff of the times like Did that he, he would destroy yes and would destroy all her shit Bro. Would throw her bed off the balcony <gasps> like you're right he was like that seemed like if he wasn't I'm not saying that he did anything but if he there is a chance that off camera he was probably because he was putting his hands on all her shit he put his hands on everything except for her so, I mean, and it when almost they, seems like that's the stepping stone. Like that right. was like just the stepping stone. He was stone building to up what, to it. Yes, to what was getting worse. And we like, if you guys don't want Jersey Shore family vacation, Sam didn't even come back because she was scared. She, she didn't want any drama with Ronnie because she was in a new relationship. And honestly, I don't fucking blame the bitch because look at what's going on. He's a fucking psycho. And yes, it and I was when she like, said I like that. Ronnie, but like, I like the cast as a whole, so it's hard, but, like, his personal life is so fucking fucked, and, like, you're a sick fuck if you put your hands on a woman. I can't, I can't even excuse that behavior in any way, shape, or form. There's no excuse to me that you put your hands on a woman. No. And I was, I was upset with Sam when she decided not to come back, because I was like, this is, like, I was like, come on, who cares? It won't be, yeah, who cares? It won't be that bad, but then also when he found out Sam wasn't coming, he like spiraled. So I'm kind of like, it was a good idea that she didn't come because yeah, she probably it would have been like, a bad situation. Nah, I can't do this. And if you see, so like we saw like him and Jen were fucking psychotic. Like, um, so if you saw like on Jersey Shore, she would like, <laughs> they would like yell at each other and she would hit him. And then we would hear that she was dragging him with a car mm-hmm. and then she was throwing an ashtray at him at a club. And then um, she attacked him with her eyeliner. And then he allegedly like broke into her house. And then there was pictures of her bruised and battered. Like she had bruises all over her fucking arm. And so, and he was arrested for that and he had to do 30 days of community service, 36 months of probation, which he's still on, and then donate $20,000 to the battered women's shelter. And they both accused each other of domestic violence and cheating. I mean, she was just as fucking bad. Like I'm shocked. Well, that's why I'm like, like but attracts like. I, feel I like- think theirs was coke fueled rages because he even said like that he, um, that there was like I'm pretty sure Coke was involved with the with Jen, um, yeah. but in this case we haven't. Com- there's been no confirmation whether drugs. But I'm like, what kind of Coke are you doing? I don't. They're doing like fucking. Um, are you what, doing fentanyl? Like, 
are you doing like angel dust mixed in there like where it makes you fucking crazy like what cocaine they're makes like you want to punch someone i don't have no fucking clue but it definitely because he didn't tell us that the dare. i didn't yeah, hear that I didn't they, dare to hear they, that was a side effect i think he's called the cops on her for buying coke while she had their daughter this girl needs money for therapy their little chica needs like this poor ch- child has probably seen so much shit oh my god and I she's like so fucking awful. three or i don't know Fairly. how old i don't she even is. know if she's three like she I mean, is hopefully fucked. she doesn't remember this because and then she but gets still into a pattern like the, of bad relationships i feel like the imprint is made like this is it's public formative imagine reading about your dad and your mom in the press like when you're older like you and can your dad shit. like gets arrested with every fucking relationship he's in because he can't keep his hands off a woman it's truly insane and i'm honestly like shocked that jersey shore has even kept him on right and so like his girlfriend or his this sapphire girl or whatever has like put out a statement being like we're fine like don't worry about Ron and I like we you know Typical don't believe don't, yeah don't believe everything that you've read and I'm like but I typically like you know trust police reports I don't really know like I if you're getting arrested for something like yeah you could be wrongfully arrested or convicted but, what but did they just knock on your door your and we're like hey Ronnie I think I'm gonna convict think, you today of domestic I violence think, I think I'm hearing you beating someone in there I just hang out outside your house can you can you open the door no, yeah, that's I'm, not how you know, it I, fucking I, I works. Know, I'm gonna take you in. She obviously felt like she was in danger and fucking called 911 or the neighbors called 911 because exactly. they could hear fighting. And, well, and now- then he pulled a fucking Jen Shaw and both of them posted like, I've seen who like my our real friends are and all this shit. Oh. And I'm like, oh, here we fucking it's go. It's just hard when you have a troubled past of doing this already. So it's like, no shit, we're going to think that. And like, if you're aware of domestic violence situations, you stay with the abuser a lot of the times because they convince you and you're scared to fucking leave. And it's such a fucking mind fuck when you stay with an abuser. So she's probably just in this like fucking toxic sick cycle. Like... And she's like, oh, it's fine. He probably just beat me in the head a little, but I probably deserved it. Like, he just left bruises on my arms because he fucking loves me that much. The tighter he grabs me, the more he loves me. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to make fun of a domestic violence, but like, come on. Like, and we're not. And I'm not. I'm I'm saying like, this makes me sad. It makes me genuinely sad. Because you know his past. And so it's like, this obviously is something that's happened before. Yeah, it's and like so who would ever is... want to date Mike Cawson in the future? Right. You know? Like I'm sure, even... I'm sure he'll find someone, but I'm like... sure he will. If anyone who wants any kind of fame in their life. But I think that's the thing is some people are so want any chance to date a quote unquote star or anyone in the public eye, and then they'll settle for these pieces. So they put of up shit. with right. They're not to be like... shit. Not to be like Ronnie's not a star, but like honestly, I would not be just risking domestic violence over fucking For Ronnie. Ronnie. Especially have I saw Ronnie, he's right next to me backstage at this um uh festival, Music festival. in Vegas. Yeah, and I remember seeing him and Jen, and I was like, didn't realize who they were for a second, and I was like, dude, that couple is a bunch of hobbits, and because they were (laughs) so fucking little, like, I was like, I was like, holy fuck, like, he is an actual hobbit, like, he is so little, I was like, (gasps) 
that's Ronnie because he looks like this big buff macho guy on yeah. TV. He is a troll. I'm just gonna say. I it. mean, yeah. I'm literally I mean, a troll. I knew this. Like, yeah, but, he's a he's a he's a small guy. So he clearly has Napoleon syndrome because all the all short men, hundred percent, fucking tempers. You know, we know yeah, they and- have to. They're making up for shit that they're lacking, and. Right. He needs he needs some serious help. I think his girlfriend needs help. I think it's sad that she clearly is staying in the situation. Maybe it wasn't. I know it's alleged right now. Yeah, we don't know. He could have really alleged. been beating someone else. Like we don't know for sure that it was her. But the fact that she came out with a statement is like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, like you're trying to smooth this shit over. But we see it. We know yeah. Ronnie is a fucking little hobbit troll. We know that he. We know about his past. We know how I'm just curious him. if Jen, fucking Jersey Shore is going to keep him on. To be honest, I don't know because it's like also great TV. It is, but see, but that's the thing is people have been fired and canceled for so much less, and this is a really serious thing. So yes, it is great TV, but at the same time, morally, he should be fired. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I stopped watching the show because it just like I wasn't it's the same. So fucking good! It's still really fucking good, guys. But <laughs> really, okay. I love it. I need to start back before he gets canceled. But, it, but it's not Ronnie that makes the show. It's literally everyone else that makes the show. Like it's basically Polly and Vinny. Like I well, and I feel like Ronnie never don't had much of guys. a personality. No, like he's he kind was of just, just like it was his relationship with Sam that gave right. him a storyline, and then and- Jen. Right. And girls would like go after him because he was a juice head, which that's not even like a type anymore. Like everyone's like dad bod or like lean, you know, like, yeah, that's what's in right now. So, but I mean, he doesn't even even make the show. So it's not even like I wouldn't really care if he left or not, just because if it was like Vinny or Polly getting fired, I'd be like, oh, my God, the show's over. (laughs) There's no (laughs) we're done. We're done. But yeah, so that was like the celeb news of the week, guys, a bunch of toxic fucking shit toxic celebs like doing dumb ass shit it's just and we're not never like i know we laugh you guys like and make jokes about things but like we're not downplaying any of these situations everything is sad everything is fucked up we feel sorry for everyone involved in these situations that are in are in these situations so except jana I'm just kidding. I feel <laughs> She's <laughs> got to learn her lesson. She's really got to learn her lesson now. And I, I hope she does because she deserves, but everyone deserves better. No one deserves to be in a fucked up relationship. And if you guys are in LA, go to Big Chill Frozen Yogurt and give them a, Sponsor give them a shout out. <laughs> I don't even know if they're good, but we should, we should go. No, hundred percent. No. Yeah. Katie, we're going in a couple of weeks. We will see you guys at the fucking Big Chill. We're going to post it all over our social media. Yes. And then after I'm going to post it in a swimsuit and be like, oh, look at all the weight I've lost. Sorry. I keep, I can't make Just kidding. I'm going to post a picture that's <laughs> heavily facetuned. Heavily. <laughs> always, always. Always. Always the facetune, but at least we're honest. Yeah. As long as you tell, as long as when people ask you, you just say, no, that's not what I that's actually me. like. It's, it's not a problem. It's right. not a problem. Honestly, when you is- lie, that's a problem. But we don't lie here. We're honest. We're brutally blunt. We are brutally blunt. So if In you want to follow us. us. <laughs> yeah. If you want to follow us on Instagram at Brutally Blunt Podcast, on Twitter at Brute Blunt Pod, make sure you guys like, subscribe, follow wherever you guys listen. And we thank you guys so much for talking shit with us. Like always. I think personally for me, I am going to go lie down and 
finish my fucking hangover and nurse myself back to life. But yeah, thanks guys for being here. Thanks for spending this time with us and we'll see you guys next week.